The Nerd Eternal Podcast Network presents... Hello and welcome to the new episode, The Man I'm Too Old for This Year. I gotta find the beep. What's that? I gotta find the beep. What's that? The beep. Because then, then you can just say, and I can beep it. It'd be funny. No, man, keep going. Are we cutting this part, or is this no, part supposed no. to be an intro? No, it's going to be an intro. Oh, uh, so this is going to be our longest intro. Okay. Longest intro ever. Anyway, welcome to our newest episode. Today, we'll be talking about the cartoons of our childhood, earliest ones we remember, earliest ones that we really got into. Joining me today, hailing from the early 1970s, Todd, the Todd Baldwin. And on my other side, hailing from the early 90s, the token millennial, Tarky. So we'll start off with the guy from the 70s. Earliest cartoon you remember, earliest cartoon you remember getting into? Super Friends. Because it had Batman in it. That's that, what? Is that the earliest one you remember, or just the earliest one you really got into? Maybe? That's really the only, earliest one I remember. Is Yeah, I used to watch Super Friends every, uh, every Saturday morning. Now, like I said, I liked it because Batman was in it. I was a huge Batman fan as a little kid. Okay, Tarky? Now that you mention it, Cartoon Network would run Super Friends before their Batman the Animated Series and Superman the Animated Series every now and then. So I kind of remember a few, a little bit of Super Friends, but not enough to claim it as something I ever watched regularly. So what is one of the ones that you remember? Right. As far as something superhero related, though, I remember Batman the Animated Series and Superman the Animated Series far better than I would Super Friends. Yeah, they'd have still been... You... you... Might not remember the early episodes when they were originally airing, but it, some of those still well, own. You got some. Cartoon Network had a habit of rerunning them a lot, so I mm -hmm. ran into them a lot. Well, that was one thing I was interested in on this subject was how much of, of your two, how many of the shows would cross over because Cartoon Network was actually playing old stuff. You know, when you were coming up. Yeah, I'm. Now that I think about it, yeah. When I think about myself, three, four years old, yeah. Super Friends is the real only thing I remember watching. Now, you had the uh, Sid and Marty Cross stuff like uh, H&R Puffin stuff, and I can remember Dr. Shrinker and Electro, Electro Woman and Dinah Girl. I can remember the live-action Sazam and Isis, but those weren't cartoons. You know, yeah, they came on Saturday morning, but they were, they were live-action stuff. They get an honorable mention in this. I'll, I'll go ahead and state, I have no idea what any of those were. Yeah. They remade Electro Woman and Dyna Girl a few years ago. I think I remember hearing about that. I, yes. I never saw any of them. I don't remember them at all. The only uh, uh, Marty Croft stuff I remember is Land of the Lost. Yeah. Yeah. And that that would go back about as early as I remember, because I remember being yeah. excited about something on TV. I know the show I got into the most as a child was Tom and Jerry. I don't know why. I just really loved Tom and Jerry. That's yeah. probably the oldest show I was into. One of the earliest ones you can remember really yeah. well. Just because... And also, Tom and Jerry, I probably wasn't into the super early ones that I know of, but, you know, I was watching whatever ones came out recently, because Tom and Jerry always has something coming out for some reason. Here lately. Yeah. They, they went for a gap where they didn't have much. They yeah. kind of like Scooby-Doo, you always know they're going to bring them back yeah. in. And the original Scoop, yeah, the original Scooby-Doo I was pretty heavily into. That would again have been a cartoon over rerun. Yeah. See, I remember Wacky Races. I also remember Wacky Races because he laughed like a dog from Wacky Races. <laughs> that was intentional. Yeah, it took yeah. me years to get out of that habit. Well, I mean, like, I saw no problem with it. That's just like, oh, okay, that's the way he laughs. And then you told me it's because of your 
a dog in a racing show laugh like that. And I went, but it was more than just a racing show. Wacky Race was the one I never saw as a kid. I only saw it once on Cartoon Network. So I didn't, or, so I never saw it as a little kid. But like, as far as shows I got into, everything that pops in my mind as far as like this, you watched as it came out to you. Obviously not the actual date it came out because it's from Toonami, so it had to go from Japan to America dubbing first. But, you know, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, Gundam Wing, and then when I was able to stay, you know, tuck myself away and stay up late at night, the original Gundam on Midnight Run, because it was much more things explode and people die than things explode. Midnight Run was basically Adult Swim before they had branding. Yeah, it was, it was them not having to localize certain things. They could still show blood on that, they could still show people, you know, they could still state someone has died. The sensors lined up. Yes. Yeah. If you give if you give me to the age of six, it's probably where I catch a few more cartoons because that's when we were living in Lebanon, Tennessee, is when I got into Battle of the Planets, which is G Force. Mm -hmm. Now that yeah, that was that was the thing that I you know every day after school, yeah, I was watching I was watching Battle of the Planets. I was watching G Force. I yeah. <laughs> I got upset if I didn't catch that stuff. That was another one that I never saw until Cartoon Network started running up. And see, when they ran it, they ran it as G Force. I have not seen Battle. I have not seen Gotchaman as Battle of the Planets since I was six. I've seen Gotchaman, you know, where I just saw the Japanese version, you know, subtitled or something. And then when Cartoon Network came out, they had G Force, but G Force and Battle of the Planets are different. The names no, are different. No, no different names. Yeah. I see. I'm trying to think of what I remember. One of the earliest cartoons that I can remember watching, and I'd, I'd only see it if I got up early enough on Saturdays, was one, the, uh, I think it was the same production company that did Rocky and Bullwinkle did it, called Go Go Gophers. Yeah, the two little gophers that were Indians, and then you had the coyotes that were like the American Army. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's not really one you could play now. Yeah. Especially with the one the one go for being crazy and all, only talking gibberish. Now they make fools of the army, you know, every episode. But, but it was also like Rocky and Bullwinkle in that you had other skits that would break it up. Yeah. You had one about this uh, safari, British safari type old guy that, you know, was him telling stories to his buddy. Wasn't Commander McBrag, was Yeah, it? I believe that was. Yeah. Commander McBrag was on Bullwinkle. But I'd get up, I'd grab my, I was little enough that I could take my dad's jacket. And it was stiff enough that if I zipped it up, it would stand up. So I was basically in that thing like a TP. With it unzipped, just enough to look out. Because that early in the morning, it was cold because we had a wood burning yeah. heater at the time. And, you know, I was up before anybody else. Like I said, probably not one, not when you see Reran. Well, yeah. Anymore, because it's, you know, probably, probably a little racist. <laughs> well, like I said, they made fools yeah. of the yeah. army every time. Yeah. But, it's but they like, had these stereo, the one that could talk had these stereotypical Indian accent, you know. Yeah. But uh, but I remember enjoying that one when I was little. Rocky and Bullwinkle, on the other hand, I did not enjoy until I got up to that age. I still don't like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, really. With them, I seem to like the side ones. Yeah. I like Peabody, yeah. Fractured Fairy Tales. But uh, Super Friends, I remember being one of the earliest ones. Because I was, I was up old enough to remember good for the last two or three seasons of that. Dad will still occasionally tell the story of me of how often I would run into his bedroom on Saturday mornings and wake him up and tell him what Batman and Superman were doing, and then turn around and race back out. Nice, because he'd be like there half asleep. Yeah, yeah, okay, go see what they're doing now. <clears throat> Got into He-Man 
about that about school age, He-Man was coming out. It came out around here. It came out early in the morning. So I would see, you know, during school year, I see the beginning of every episode, and they have to leave before it went off. Yeah. So to this day, I don't know. How, I, I don't think I've seen more than the two or three endings of a, of a He-Man episode. And see, I was in Chattanooga. It came on in the afternoons, but it was the first something of the afternoon. So it came on before I got home from school. So I only ever got to see He-Man if I was sick or if school was out. Mm -hmm. And then I can remember being mad like on Labor Day because, yeah, school was out, but you have the telethon on, so it would keep me from seeing He-Man. So it was, it was like a vast conspiracy to keep me from ever seeing Master of the Universe. What have you got? Uh, I'm trying to, on the same vein of getting interrupted in the morning, there was a show on Tech TV called not Super Kaiju Battle Royale. I forget exactly what it was called. But it was a, basically, you know, people in costumes doing wrestling. But they were all, you know, mimicries of monsters or supervillains or stuff. And I found that hilarious as a kid. So I'm just like, you know, I'm seeing someone dressed up sort of, kind of like Godzilla fighting someone. Yeah. Kind of, sort of dressed up like a giant robot. Seems like I can remember that. I'm not remembering that one at all. Um, it was Super Kaiju Big Battle. It was some, yeah, it was yeah, some kind of like, like vague it. name that kind of mimicked the we can't translate Japanese names of old yep. anime. Yeah. And in between that, I'd always see the first half of that and the first half of an old G.I. Joe. Yeah. And then I'd have to go to school before I saw the ending of the G.I. Joe or the wrestling. Oh, okay. In that case, I know why I never saw those out of this sleep. Because by the time you were going to school, I was out. That was the thing. I didn't... It's, it's weird. I know I watched cartoons... Like I said, my big cartoon watching was once we moved to Chattanooga. Well, that's, that's a lie, because I can remember the Saturday morning stuff like Godzilla. I remember Godzilla cartoon for me was a huge deal. I missed that one, but I remember seeing the ads for it in Dad's old comics and wishing I could see it. Yeah. And once Cartoon Network popped up and we yeah. were the old stuff, I got to. Yeah. Uh, Godzilla was a huge deal for me when, when that cartoon came out. Uh, the Fantastic Four with Herbie. I can remember that one. I never saw that one. Uh, which is weird because they don't even seem to rerun that thing. Uh, you had uh, the thing cartoon, thing ring, do your thing again, Cartoon Network. Yeah, uh, I can remember that. Like I said, Super Friends, Batman had his own filmation cartoon, so did Tarzan, and you had something called the Super Seven. Something like that it was like a group of superheroes. I have seen so, that one for sale on DVD. Yeah. Isis was the only character from it that I recognized. Yeah, yeah. And she was in it, and but she wasn't my favorite. It was somebody that was like some kind of mech or something that was in that. A super samurai or something. I cannot remember it just, you know, verbatim, but that one was that was kind of a big deal for me. Um about how old were you? Um, uh, I'm probably at that age, around six, seven, because I was, my, I started kindergarten and went to most of the first grade in Lebanon. So that was, that was, I was in that age right through there where, uh, that is when mom introduced me to uh, Space Ghost and the Herculoids. Those are ones dad always talked about. Because the, the, the 60s run, yeah. they, cause they did some of the 60s and they did some of the 70s. The 60s run, Dad watched. Well, see, that was it. They did them in the 60s and the 80s. That was it. Because the Space Ghosts and Herculoids I saw, they ran them Saturday mornings, but they were old. 
uh, my parents had watched those with my older cousin when he was a kid. Mm. And she, and like I said, mom and dad hit me to Space Ghost and Herculoids, and I thought they were mad cool. And then they disappeared, and then they came back in like the 80s, where you had that new room where you had Space Ghost, the Herculoids, and was it the Team Force? Like yeah, where they on the space. You can tell what Space Ghost is based on what the ship looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a cooler ship in the 80s than he did yeah. in the 60s. The six now, uh, look kind of funny. The only reason I can remember Space Ghost is Space Ghost Coast, Coast to Coast. Coast, which another thing that was, I was a kid when I got when I snuck in stuff, stayed up late. I could watch Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which was probably the first show of that type I had ever watched, because I you know I didn't watch talk shows. I was a kid. Yeah. But Space Ghost Coast Coast, Coast was cartoon characters doing the silly antics and the interviews and stuff, and I was like, oh, I can watch this. Let's see, what else did I remember from Saturday mornings? Thundar was pretty early. Yeah, Thundar, I was I was starting to get a little, not a lot of size to me, but I, I had a lot more size to me than that was Chattanooga. Thundar is probably one of the first ones that I remember being really into, probably as it was coming out. Yeah. Thundar yeah, came out about the same time as Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that was, was another I was, one. I was huge in the Thundar. Yeah. Thundar, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I was. Those were the two. Saturday mornings, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to miss these. Spider-Man and his amazing friends. That was always a big one. That one, the old Hulk cartoon. Yep. Uh, I remember more of Spider-Man and his amazing friends from the internet nowadays than I do from actually seeing any reruns of it. <laughs> yeah. People take screencaps yeah. from it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, that was the thing is, it, it's another one of those that they didn't, they didn't really rerun it a whole hell of a lot around. I haven't seen tons of reruns of Spider-Man and Amazing Friends. No, I think Cartoon Network ran, re-ran them for a little while. I have not seen the Incredible Hulk cartoon that was bonded with that since I was a little kid. No, I haven't. The only place I've seen that one is looking at like the intro and stuff on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's some more? There was a, rake, a sort of racing spy show called Pole, Pole Position. Position. Yeah. And I don't remember much about it now, but I remember really enjoying it at the time. See, I hated it. It came on right after Dungeons and Dragons. I was like, yep, time to turn. Click. I just like the cars. Uh, there was one called Mighty Orbots that was basically a Voltron knockoff, I think. But around here, it came out first. Yeah. Mighty Orbots, I never got, to, I only got a chance to see it if I was in my hometown. And But that was like Robotech. I didn't see Robotech until Cartoon Network. Uh, Robotech used to come on Saturdays in my hometown, but not where I live. 54 around here played it. And it was one that, if I'm flipping through, if I see the robots fighting, I stop and I watch. Otherwise, as a kid, I'm sitting there going, this is a soap opera. Yeah. yeah. I'm not interested yeah. in watching an animated yeah, soap opera. Yeah, it was you a know, soap opera. When things are exploding, it was worth watching. As an adult, I've never sat through the entire thing. I have. I, I, you know, I own it. It's on DVD around here somewhere. Yeah, once it started coming on Cartoon Network is when I finally went, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch right. this. And I watched all three stories of it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Warbots was a Saturday morning when that life. And then Voltron, when it came on in the afternoon, it got bigger. Bionic 6, I could only see when I was at home. Around here, it came on Sundays. I would always miss it because I went to church. It yeah. was one that if I was sick, I got to watch it. Uh, Brave Star. Never saw it around here. If we go on vacation, if we went over to Atlanta... Yeah, I could see it there. Yeah, Brave, Brave Star. I was in, I was in high school. By the time yeah, yeah. Well, that was the one they did after He Man. So, yeah. Uh, 
Once I got up that age, yeah, it's Transformers. That was another big one to me. Brave Star. Uh, on Sundays, it was Inhumanoids and Visionaries. Yeah, I used to watch. Visionaries, I've never seen. Yeah. Inhumanoids, I watched yeah. some of. Inhumanoids was, was pretty rough for a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, it oh, was yeah. one of those that it would have been on my roughest list until you know, later stuff like uh, Superman Animated Series, which, you know, where they execute, something yeah. Like where they execute a recurring character on there, yeah. It's like, yeah, that that has to be kind of your, your all time tops. You know, they execute a, re- a recurring character on Superman. You have Dark Side kill a really really recurring character, and you know by that point, Batman's having villains having orgasms. So that's uh, just the <laughs> one. What are you, some kind of prude? <laughs> you know, who watches a Batman cartoon and goes, "Oh my God, I'm pretty sure she just." Wow. <laughs> None of the little kids are watching it picked up on that. Oh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm, you know. I'm sure the little kids watching it went, oh, yeah, she's just really excited. <laughs> and the adults are sitting there going, I really don't know if you should be watching this. I mean, even as a kid, when Harley Quinn comes out of a pudding pie and says, are you ready to ride your Harley? My oh, brain right. went, okay, that means he's getting on top of her. But I don't know what sex is yet. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure this is a thing I'm not supposed to get. <laughs> you were just old enough to realize there were jokes and well, stuff like, that weren't for you. Well, my brain, doing its thing, went, Joker has never ridden a motorcycle, to my knowledge. <laughs> so she must mean her, because that's her name, and I know what a pun is. But I don't know what this pun is about, and it's kind of making me angry. Yeah. And that causes it to stick with you, until you're old enough to realize. Oh. Yeah, well, the Roxy Rocket thing. Yeah, if you had if you had any age to you at all, you were sitting there going, <gasps> "That that was that was yeah." Let's see to catch me up on you guys because you guys have now jumped to where you were like what 15, 16 at least. Oh, well, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Which has to be at about well, ten. You yeah. talking about Thundar was when I was born because you tried to get me as a no, no. That was a rerun of Cartoon Network. Oh, it was a rerun of Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. I was a little guy. Oh, okay, I did not realize Thundar was that old. When we brought him home from the hospital. I made sure that the first thing he saw on television was an episode of Thundar. Nice. I, of course, do not remember it, yeah. as I was no. less than yeah. one. Yeah. Though I was and explaining it to you while it came on. I was probably more preoccupied by going, there are lights in my eyes. <laughs> what are my eyes? <laughs> what are these things? I can clinch. I can poop. What do they taste like? Oh, Yeah, Thundar. Now, when Thundar was actually coming on ABC, yeah, I was, I was in elementary. Yeah, I, I, it, it's, it's I, one of the earliest ones that I remember yeah. probably as it's coming Cause, out. Because that was one of them that, yeah, we watched Saturday morning cartoons, and then I would go, me and uh, my friend, neighborhood friends, would go get on our bicycles and then go play Thundar. So, yeah, that was... And that was when it, it went its two, two seasons or so, and then they, they re-ran it, at least around here, they re-ran it for at least another couple of years. See, it would be... But yeah. it was some of the... The reruns were always some of the earlier stuff that yeah. aired. yeah. But yeah, Thunder was was a big deal. But like I said, when I originally saw that, I was I was still at age where yeah, you go watch your cartoons and then you go outside and play. <laughs> you know. I mean, I did that too. Some when my parents told me to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was at age where your parents didn't actually have to tell you to go outside well, and play. If I didn't have older siblings, I probably would have gone outside to play. But because I had older siblings like Jason, or sorry, the experience known as Jason. Mm-hmm. And my other brother, who I will not mention, other than saying I have another brother, 
yeah, we had a computer and video games. I was going to be there. And my parents had two gen two separate generations of kids wearing them down to let it happen. <laughs> so there was a Nintendo in the room. After, there's probably a Super Nintendo in the room. Because Mega Man X came out the same year I was born. Yeah, by that point. So Probably had a computer by that point. We had the Packard Bell. Which, for those of you who are my age, you probably don't quite remember having to kick yourself out of Windows to go to MS-DOS to run a CD. But we had to do that. And I learned how to type before I learned how to read. Due to that. Because I had to learn how to type CD backslash. <laughs> and then the name of the CD. I couldn't even read! But I remembered how to type those specific characters to get the game. You can recognize the character. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is what I got to do to get it over. I eventually learned how to read. So well, you're of that generation, or half a generation, however you want to look at it, yeah. that was basically weaned on the computers. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. was like, I, I touched those computers, and then at school we got to go to the computer lab, and I was like, is this what a computer is now? This is way better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Packard Bells are awful. The company's out of business now, and they deserve to be. <laughs> but, uh... But catching myself up on that, um, going from Superman and Batman the Animated Series, we then hit the cartoon cartoon show era, where I remember watching the pilot for Powerpuff Girls for Codename Kids Next Door, Johnny Bravo, Johnny Bravo, Dexter's Lab, Dexter's Lab, and all of those. I remember watching the pilot so much, going, "Well, or are there more episodes? And am I just hitting the same cartoon cartoon show somehow rerunning itself over and over?" I swear I'm watching these on different days. What's going on? <laughs> and then I started to see, you know, Johnny, I think Johnny Bravo may have been first, and then Powerpuff Girls immediately afterwards, or Dexter somewhere in between there. Those three, I think, were the first yeah, three. They came out real side by side with each other, and I remember watching those a lot. I remember thinking, Johnny Bravo, you could probably just be nicer, and it would work out for you. <laughs> it's you being a jerk that's causing this problem. That was the one that disappointed me. The pilot was so funny. And the series, it wasn't awful, but it never lived up yeah. to the pilot. Yeah, it was, well, it was good pilot. I only, the only episode I, I can, quote the, pilot. the only episode I can remember with any, like, distinct hilarity to it to me was the episode with the tiny rocket, who was kind of like an almost a Mr. Mixus Flickett kind of existence, where it's just like, all I can remember is the, the, two, I hit you with a dart, you'll fall unconscious in 15 seconds. And Johnny just goes, and just pulls out a magazine. You don't see what kind of magazine it is. Drops the three centerfold pages, and he just goes, oh, and then falls over. And I'm like, huh, I know he was looking at a woman, but once again, not old enough to know what sex is yet. <laughs> and I remember Powerpuff Girls, like, vividly better than any, any of those other shows until Codename Gets Next Door. But Dexter's Lab, I remember loving. And... The old Dodgeball episode where he just brings a mech suit into Dodgeball had me laughing a lot. And Powerpuff Girls, I remember the mime. The mime episode sticks out most of my head. Where Bubbles is desperately trying to color the world with crayons because everyone's gone black and white motionless. And like, for a kid, I was like, that's what death is, isn't it? She's trying to fight death. <laughs> this isn't going to work out. Like, that was my first, like, because like, at that age, I was probably like seven or eight, where I knew what death was conceptually, and had probably gone to a funeral because our family is very, very old. But I didn't really have steady memory of it. And then looking at that, I went, okay, now I have a conceptual understanding of this. And then 
you know, she sang a song and everyone came back, and I was like, oh, I'm glad it has a happy ending. And then I didn't really think about it anymore until I got older. That, you know, you had a eight-year-old girl facing the fact that everyone around her was dead. But then again, Power of Girls also had the episode where they traveled forward in time, and him had won, and everyone was messed up. Yeah. Him was messed up. Him was messed up. Do you guys remember the episode of the Traveling Time? Not specifically. Oh, the entire city of Townsville is wrecked. Yeah. You go, they go to, I think they go to the mayor's office first. Mm -hmm. The mayor is gone. His hat's there. And Miss Bell is talking about how they, just murmuring constantly about how they didn't pick up the phone. I think it was Miss Bell. Sorry, Miss Bell. Yeah. Yeah, it, that one is fairly messed up. I th- in fact, that may have been the first one I saw with him. Kind of their days of future past. Yeah, yeah, it's basically you know you've had the apocalypse. All right, let's shift gears just a second, and we we touched on this briefly, but uh, just uh, give me a show that you were aware was out but never got to catch. Like with me, Bonic Six, Brave Star were two that I knew they were out. I wanted to see him. The rare occasion that I'd get to see him, I really liked him. I didn't have, because you named off, Bionic 6 was one that, yeah, I was upset that I could only see once every blue moon. Uh, I didn't have a, a lot of that until the WB had started up. And, you know, we didn't have WB around here for the longest. Oh, and the static started yeah. up. Because you were convinced that it would never yeah. last long enough. Yep. For us to and that was, that was my thing. Is it's, I was so afraid that static would not last long enough for us to get the WB and me, be, me to be able to see one. Oh, static shot. Yep. I remember watching that as it came out. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It great. I, I did, too. But that was and the thing. And it had some staying power. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that was it. had a few years where WB showed up around here. Yeah. And that was it. Is yeah, it. We didn't have WB around here when Static stuff that first season that Static started, and it was like, oh man, I so want to see that. It'll never last long enough. It'll never last long enough for us to get for us to actually see this. Speaking of Static, makes me think of uh, oh, what was the name of that show? Dark Star. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Dark Star. That's one that I I, I seem to remember that I watched it. I had. A couple of the toys, but I can't remember any details of it, you know, except reading about it as an adult, which is where the yeah. static thing comes in, because yeah. he was originally supposed to be black, it would have been the first yep. main, you know, first cartoon to have a, have a black character as the main character. Well, have a black superhero, basically. There was well, some yeah. kind of comedy. That's true, that's true, because you had Jackson 5 cartoon back in the day. Yeah, you had Jackson 5, Black like Zed. Remember what I was saying? You had the Harlem Globetrotters cartoon when they were yeah. with superheroes. Yeah, you had, you had the Harlem Globetrotters, then you had the Super Globetrotters, you had Muhammad Ali. Yeah, Mr. T, but that would have been the first kind of something where you had a superhero that was not a comedy. And that's the trick is Mr. T and Muhammad Ali, they were real people, so they mm-hmm. weren't superheroes. Uh, the Globetrotters were real people. The Super Globetrotters were a super comedy, you know. Yeah. And still somewhat based off the real people. Yeah, you didn't. I have heard that you had a husband and wife team. That had superpowers. I think the guy shrank and the wife stretched or something. But it was one that, yeah, I never saw it. It probably just went the one yeah, season. It was one of those. I didn't, I didn't even hear about that thing until I was I'm like 40. I'm not hearing about it until now. <laughs> and going back to the could barely catch 
And here comes the reoccurring theme of any time I talk about a show, I'm probably going to mention Evangelion. Evangelion was another show where if I could stay up late enough, I could catch it. And at that point, Eric and I... Oh, shoot. My yeah. brother... <laughs> Uh, he won't. He won't. He won't be bothered by the fact I dropped his name. I could never watch it on VCR because we only had one VCR in the room, and we had a VCR in the room, which was a big deal to us. Only seconded by the fact we at one point got a telephone in our room. But he would always record a show called Blue Gender at the same, to my memory, the same time Evangelion was running its first run through Cartoon Network late at night. Was it Tick TV or somebody that ran that one? Um, I think it was Tech TV running Blue Gender. Early, early, early in Cartoon Network running anime late at night. You had a couple of other stations, G4, Tech yep. TV, to yeah. try yeah. to compete. That's how I saw uh, Serial Experiments Lane. And don't get me wrong, I like Blue Gender. But Evangelion was someone very close to my age at the time, running up against this, the world is ending, you've got to save it kind of thing. Which, now that I'm older, I'm just like, we really got to stop trying to make children save the world. And now that I watch Evangelion over again, that was also the, the adults' view in the situation. But it was something I watched a few episodes of, got really into, but I could never catch it all at once. And now that I want it on DVD, I've watched it two or three times just off of that alone. But that was one thing I could never... I was super into it, but I could never catch enough of it. Well, has been the cartoons that we were... Into his children, or wish we could have watched his children. <laughs> like I was a child. Well, <laughs> for the early part of it. Yeah, but you're still watching them. You know, you're a grown-ass man. It's shameful. Anyway. Whoa, whoa. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't you pull that on me. Don't you pull that shame on me. What are they talking to you? I still, I still you watch cartoons at my age. Steven I Universe still, is great. I still look at you as a wee child. And I've talked about Steven Universe before, Sam. So yeah. yeah, but you're trying to shame us for watching cartoons. At but anyway, so that was the ones we watched. What did you watch? What did you wish you could have seen? You know, let us know in the comments below. And we'll see you next time. Catch you later. Peace.